back again with y'all and have some great conversations. My name is Noel Michael Smith and you're listening to the Low Food Fitness Podcast. Now, I had another podcast lined up for you, but in wake of what's happening in my personal life, i.e. my daughter, my beautiful daughter Jasmine, I am going to touch on a few things and this episode of this podcast is simply called Friends. <laughs> I used to watch that show. Do you used to watch Friends? In fact, I've got it lined up. I've got it queued up on my Netflix shows to watch. Yeah, I love that show, man. But Joey, he's a bad actor because he never actually did anything outside Friends. Remember, there's a show, a really good show. In fact, they brought it back on Netflix, a series actually to start next week, I think. I cannot miss that because I love my sci-fi. Lost in Space. Was, we used to watch that as a kid. Now I'm an older man and all that stuff now. So a kid, me being a kid, was a long distance far back in the past. Yeah, Lost in Space, the Robinson family. They're bringing it back as a series. It looks really good. But there was a film and Joey was the star of the film. It was the worst, no, no, the worst adaptation of a classic sci-fi I saw was War of the Worlds. i got to say, Tom Cruise and um, what's the guy's name? What's his name? Who made Close Encounter of the Third Kind? Yeah, Steven Spielberg. Tom Cruise and Steven Spielberg butchered that classic movie, War of the Worlds. Just go back and watch the black and white one. I think I said that in the last podcast I had some time back. It's an amazing movie. Total classic, you cannot fault the film. Other than that, the special effects is a bit on the dodgy side. Joey totally butchered that movie, Lost in Space. The guy can't act, the guy just was okay in Friends, and I think when you look back, they all carried him, because they all are good actors. I've seen them in other things, and they all came good. But Friends, yeah, my daughter was going through some issues, and she's got a friend. And this girl was a close friend. And I keep telling my daughter, don't put a lot of stock in friends, man. Because, you know, they'll let you down. And some of y'all might disagree with that. But <laughs> Lord knows I've had some friends and they haven't been there for me. I've had some friends that have been there for me. So you got to choose your friends wisely, for sure. Let me talk about choosing your friends. Choosing your friends is an audition of both the auditionee and the auditioner. If you understand, if you don't know what an audition is, it's a place where you go to showcase your dance moves or your, as they have it now, fitness moves and so forth. And a group of people sit down and look at you and judge you, basically. They judge you on the moves that you're doing. And the criteria, whatever criteria they set for themselves to look for, I, you might be good at correcting, you might be good at moving, you, you know, all those things, spotting, if anyone has injuries and stuff like that, go for a dance choreography, they're just looking for you to be able to perform the dance choreography that they've given them, the man has a dream or the woman has a dream, the way she's choreographed and designed the routine and then you come in and you've got to recreate that image that she has or he has in his or her head. And that's what choreography is all about. That's what auditions are all about. So you meet people in a bar, restaurant, street, bus stop, supermarket, many places at work, wherever you work, you're auditioning that person. If they have any interest in you becoming a friend, they're also auditioning you. Now, this audition takes a while. It doesn't happen today or tomorrow. It takes a while. It's over a period of time. Yeah? So you got to get to know each other's thoughts, strengths, weaknesses, and you go forward with that. 
Um, that's how you form an alliance, yeah? An alliance, a union between two people, a partnership, an agreement, an arrangement, something that you have in common. You have a common goal to share one thing or to share many things that you have in the group, yeah? That's an alliance. Does that ring a bell? Yeah, friendship. That's what it's about. Now, one of the things I just said, friendship, alliance, a common goal. You have to have that common goal. You've got to share. There's something that you're sharing together. That person would want something from you and you would want something from that person. That's okay. It's okay to have that. It may be just camaraderie, companionship that you want from each other. You may want to go to the cinema together. Now, I'm not talking about relationships at all. I'm talking about friendship, platonic. Yeah, with a man or with a woman, man or man. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that friendship, you've got to share a common goal. Now I'm into fitness. Relating this all around fitness because, you know, I spend a lot of time in gyms, studios and so forth. So I come across a lot of people and gone the days where I want to work in centres, in fitness centres, where people don't look after the place. People don't look after themselves. Yes, they're in the fitness centre because... Um, it's a place they can go. Maybe they don't drink or smoke. It's another place to go and they use it as a social gathering. Again, that in itself is not a bad thing, but it's how you use a place as a social gathering. You could hang around on a street corner, yeah, and use that as a social gathering, but you know the kind of people that do that. Or you can go to a pub, use it as a social gathering. You know the type of going to do that. If you go to a down-and-out fitness center where they don't clean the showers, they don't even clean the toilets, the floor's grubby, the windows have got smears for where the people have used the studio before. Um, when you go to a studio like that, you're going to get a certain clientele of people. Now, I'd rather not be around those people. Hey, don't get me wrong. I love all kinds of people. But for me to be in amongst that, my days are done with that. I work in high-end clubs where people are nice because I value myself. And I value also value those people and those places that I go to get me you are who you are if you work in a place they can't be bothered to clean a few bits and pieces how are you going to fear what type of person are you how are they going to value you i want to go somewhere where i'm valued and you know something i value them also now <laughs> choose your friends you ever seen somebody who has a dog and they look like the dog. It, does they, do they choose a dog to look like them or do they eventually end up looking like a dog? Looking, no, sorry, I, let me rephrase. <laughs> do they end up looking like the dog, not looking like a dog? Two different things, i got to say. So anyway, <laughs> I put my foot in it. No, I have not. You, these people end up looking like their pets eventually when they spend so much time with their pets. Now, friends are the same. If you hang around with somebody, you end up looking like that person. I don't know how it works, because naturally we can't change the shape of our faces. <laughs> I don't think we can. But that's what happens. So you are going to act like him. There's certain reflections that's going to rub off on both of you. You know, you ever see married couples that have been the old guys, 75, 80, 90-year-old couples, and they say the same things. They could even predict what each other is saying. It's almost like telepathy. That's how you would be with your closest friends. You will have that connection, that telepathy. They'll know when you're hurt and you know when they're hurt. So you'd be there for each other. That's what friendship's all about. But you have different tiers. And I'm going to come on to that in a minute. Different tiers of friends, you know. I recently went back to a friend who taught me a lot. Taught me a lot of things. 
But I didn't just want a friend. I wanted a sensei. I wanted a master. I wanted somebody who could top up my glass when it's half full. And this person failed miserably. As well as being a friend, he wasn't much of a friend at that either because there are things that he was doing that I just didn't concur with. And it wasn't my job to tell him. He was an older man than me. And I just had to distance myself from him. In the end, I wrote him an email and said to him that, as far as I'm concerned, I've got to sever ties. I lasted a whole year of his stuff and I couldn't put up with it anymore and I had to let it go. Now, if you are going to let friends go, because this is a thing that we all have to do. If someone is not sitting right with your ethos, don't hang around and bear it. It will drag you down. If the person is doing stuff that is against your ethics you have to let them go don't hang around and just be dragged down because ultimately you will become them and again if you're hanging around them your character is weak you need to have a strong character and I could show you how to gain a strong character in another podcast but for this here and now if you have a person that is going against your code of conduct he or she will drag you down so you could do what I do cut them up point blank. Don't see them again. Just Well, I didn't do that, actually. I did write an email. But you can just cut them up point blank when they start texting you, phoning you, emailing you. Just don't answer them. That's one way to do it. People may say it's a cowardish way to do it. But look, it's your life. You do it how you want to do it. If you want to take that route, the person will soon get the idea. Just ignore their course. The next way you could do it is where I did it. Write the person an email or a text probably better on an email because it might be a bit long and um, explain in great detail why you decide you can't see this person anymore they might try to contact you like this person did and you know what I was going to answer his emails or his calls I just thought you know he'll probably want to talk me out of it and want to know this that and the other I don't want to explain that stuff i got better things to do so I just sever ties and sent him the email he knew where I stand and that was that there was something I was going to do. I was going to do some business with him, but I just decided, no, zero is zero. Cut ties completely. And the next way you can do it is to just point blank when you see them say, hey, I cannot see you again. This is the way you are. This is the way I am. Thanks, but no thanks. And that's how it is. But either way, try and be polite. Don't burn your bridges. You never know when the guy's going to change. You might have different circumstances and might want to rekindle that friendship again so just don't burn bridges yeah and you might say this podcast is related around fitness and martial arts what's that got to do with fitness the gym the studio is the new pub the new bar that's where we are meet now that's where my circle of people are if we want to meet up we meet up down the fitness center in fact if we're going out we say hey where are we going to meet we meet at this particular place when i go on events now all of the events I go on, everyone is related around the industry that I'm in. So this whole friendship and companionship, your circle of friends, are relates around fitness and the martial arts. If that's what you do, and this is a fitness podcast, so I suspect the bulk of you that are listening to this are involved in fitness in one shape, form or another. So ultimately, you have to decide who you want to be, what type of person you want to be. And the person that you want to be, you need to find friends that are like-minded thinkers 
as you and you know you could change who you are just like you can change your voice you can change your appearance you can change anything about yourself within reason of course don't go running off and getting massive plastic surgery and messing up your beautiful face you know keep it within <laughs> within a natural reason all right so I had a, f a student earlier on, my class earlier on, and she said to me that she would never date somebody from a fitness center. Now, this girl is a dancer, also a practitioner in my class. So she comes been coming to my class for many years, and she's a, a light, she's a, a really nice dancer, a nice girl as well. And we were walking out the center together, Virgin Active, Chiswick Park, and she said that. She would not date, we had a discussion and the discussion got to dating and she said she wouldn't date somebody in the industry. I said, that's ridiculous, you're crazy. What are you going to do? Where are you going to meet somebody? In a bar, she said, I don't go to bars. I said, well, wherever you meet the person in a supermarket on the street, you're best dating somebody from the industry, the thing that you love doing. They'll understand that. A lot of people do not understand fitness. I know husbands and wives, as a matter of fact, when they're, let me rephrase this. Let's phrase this properly. Girls who do my class, their boyfriends do not understand why they're out every other day doing my class. Sometimes my class is an hour and they're out for three, four hours. People are saying what they're doing. And you notice I said boyfriends. Husbands by now have got the idea. They've been with their woman for so long and they understand the importance of that person working out. And let's face it. They're reaping the rewards of that, right? Tight body and all. But the boyfriend doesn't quite get it yet. He's still fresh. He still wants to do things. He's not in her circle. He doesn't go to the gym at all. So there's an issue. There's a problem. And, you know, that ain't going to last. I'm sweeping statement here. But nine times out of ten, it ain't going to last. So I said to this girl, it's better you're into fitness. You love coming to my class. You do a lot of dancing. You spend a lot of time in the studio, in the gym. You need to find somebody with that like minded thinking she came round in the end and said yeah you are right damn right i'm right <laughs> i got a friend i had to set myself apart from this guy for a while i don't know if he will still speak to me if i saw him again but we're miles apart as far as things go he's in the music business and he does that and i'm in the fitness industry and i do this yeah so i doubt if the paths are going to cross he made me laugh once, man. I'll never forget this, this this story. He was hurt and scorned by a woman, and he was bitter at this time, bitter about women. And he said, you know what, Noah? I'm done with them. And I said, how are you going to be done with them? You love women. Okay, but I'm going to have one for every scenario. One to do the business. You know what business I'm talking about. <laughs> then I'm going to have one for the intellect. I'm going to have one that's funny. I'm going to have one that cooks. I'm going to have one. And he was reeling out all these different types of characters, all these different types of women. And I thought that was so hilarious, man. I was laughing to myself, something chronic. You're really going to do this? He said, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Because they can, one woman cannot cover all these things. I'm always disappointed. Yeah. When I'm feeling down and I need to pick me up, I need someone to be intellect with me and tell me good things. She cannot do it, the girl I had. And it's, so he's just going reeling off the different types of girls. And then it dawned on me, you don't have to have one friend that fits all. Why not adopt that scenario? You can't, if you've got a friend and they let you down in a certain department, it ain't there for, it might not be their forte. Just like the women that my friend was seeing, one woman would be really stunning but cannot cook. 
Another one would be a great cooker, but got no deep intellect to help him out when he has a problem. So you need friends like that for crying out loud, you know? Don't beat up on your friend because they don't have the skills to help you out. So this is why you have a network of friends. Johnny's good at that. This guy's good at that. I had a guy just yesterday phone me because he wanted some information from my son. My son is good on IT. He worked for the Apple. He, wasn't, he used to work for the Apple store and he's good at networking and stuff. So people know this about my son. So they phoned me up and asked me stuff. Hey, could you get your son to um, tell me a little bit about my Mac? This guy and this guy's lost all his photos. He lost a few important photos on his iPhone and he needed to retrieve them. He actually deleted the delete bin. They were nowhere to be found. My son gave him a tip. It kind of worked, but didn't work. But that's another story. But you get the picture, yeah? He called me up because I was useful for that task. He's not going to call me up for algebra. Because <laughs> I couldn't help the sucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, you just use, it's not use is a wrong word. It's a horrible word to use. You just have your friends and they, you know, they know your weaknesses and strengths. And you know theirs. That's what it's about. <laughs> so, yeah, let's take it back to the gym now. If you're pushing weights, you're going to find somebody who's going to spot you, right? You want to build yourself, build up for a professional competition. You want to build yourself up for some kind of Mr. Physique or Mrs. Physique powerlifting, bodybuilding, whatever competition, you find someone who you can trust because you're going to be overloading those weights on you and you, that person who's spotting you, you have to be able to trust them. So that's a training partner. yeah. And you have to know this person really well. I teach and work with a lot of my girls, predominantly girls who I train to teach low food fitness. And if I throw a kick to their head and I stop that kick just short of their head, they trust me. They trust me. Why? Because they spend a lot of time with me. I've actually done this to strangers and they're all flinching and scared and all that because they don't know me. Never thrown a kick or a punch and hit somebody yet. Ain't about to happen either because I'm that good. You might want somebody like I was saying earlier on that I had a friend um, went back to him and wanted him as a sensei, as somebody who I could look up to and he fell miserably short. If you want to get good at something you need to find somebody like that because somebody who's on your level is not going to teach you you want to learn you need to find a master you need to find a mentor and that mentor could be your friend also somebody you could phone up at any time confide in hook up you meet up that word you can't use that word anymore i use that word hook up to somebody and they thought i was talking about something else what's going on man it's all these words have been changed and messed up don't even know what to say now to keep something clean anyway i hope you got some good information from me about some friendship you could go to the studio and and find some people as bad said that word again hook up find some people some good people don't be shy as well in london people don't want to speak to each other i was speaking to a south african girl just yesterday and we were just talking. She goes, oh, you talk? I said, yeah, of course I talk. But people in London, I've just got to London, been here a month or so, and people don't speak to each other. In South Africa, everyone speaks to everybody. I said, yeah, man, this is what London's like. But out in Reigate, where I live, it's different. We're like South Africa. Everyone speaks to everybody. So when you go to your gym, just try talking, okay? Yeah.
And friends is not everything. You can actually be alone as well. If that floats your boat, you can actually be alone. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Often I like to be by myself, just to reflect on some stuff. I could spend many, many hours, days, weeks by myself. Nothing at all wrong with that. I love my own company. But that's for another podcast. I want to get out of here right now. I'm going to see you next time. Hopefully it won't be so long. Take care. Love you all. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Look out yourself. You're listening to Noel Michael Smith. And it's the Local Fitness Lifestyle Podcast. Where we talk everything to do with lifestyle, low food and fitness. See you soon. Bye.